This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Welcome to my 100th episode of This is Karen Hunter, and I'm so excited to be at 100. Man, how powerful, what a commitment it is to do this this podcast and not any work at all because I absolutely love it. This is the thing that I was brought here to do on this earth is to talk, (laughs) run my mouth, but more importantly to share a lot of the things that I've learned. And this is what today is all about because this is Ask Me Anything Sunday and I'm going to do that in a second. But I want to just tell you 100th episode, 100 coconuts. How did that work out? Coincidence, for real. 100coconuts.com. When you check out, use my code Karen100. And you'll get 10% off each and every case that you purchase. 100 Coconuts supports this podcast, and I appreciate them. And I also appreciate each and every one of you. I could not get to 100 podcasts without your support, without you sharing this, without you telling people about it. Actually, I could do 100 podcasts, uh, but nobody would be listening. So I appreciate you sharing and spreading the word and and making a commitment to tune in to this podcast every time I do it because I am truly grateful. And on Sundays, I pick a question or two from Twitter. So follow me at Karen Hunter, at Karen Hunter on Twitter. And with the hashtag podcast, because that's how I search. I can't search unless I, um, I, I type in at Karen Hunter hashtag podcast. And then I go through and I look and then I find you like I found Charles. Charles Woodruff asked me, uh, Charles, Wood, Charles Woodruff at Chaz Man, at C-H-A-S-M-A-N, says, at Karen Hunter, what advice would you give someone who has yet to find their passion, mission, or purpose? How did you find yours? Okay. This is actually a complicated question because uh, if this answer were easy, everyone would be living in their passion and their purpose and their mission right now. And unfortunately, I think the vast majority of people are not. And I want to tell you, Charles, in my 20s and even 30s, most of the things that I did that I thought I was pursuing uh, my passion and purpose, I actually was just being superficial. Um, I was a very goal-oriented 20- and 30-year-old, and I would have all of these checklists of things that I wanted to accomplish, and many of them I did. But as I look back on them now, very superficial. I was pursuing um, uh, goals based on appearances, based on competition, like I wanted to be better than my classmates. I wanted to, of course, make my parents proud, and I was living out part of the life that they led, led for me, that, you know, and they worked really hard to give me the things that I that I had. Um, so I wanted to reward them, I guess, with accomplishing the things that would make them proud, but those weren't things that made me happy. So when I look up 35 books later, you know, Pulitzer Prize and all these other things, none of that is fulfilling. And I say them kind of matter of factly because yeah, they're really great accomplishments, but none of that fulfilled me, none of it. And even to this day, while I have, you know, those New York Times bestsellers and all that under my belt, when I think about writing, I have foreboding and dread. <laughs> like I'm not looking forward to, to writing and I actually have two projects that I have to finish this year. But I'm not like, yay, I'm writing books and I can't wait to get up tomorrow and write because I absolutely can. I could go my, the rest of my life and never sit down and write and be happy. But I'm good at it. So, so Charles, being good at something doesn't mean that that's your passion, actually. Being good at something doesn't mean that that's your mission or your purpose. You just can be good at something. And absolutely do the thing that you're good at. But in the midst of that, what I will say is had I not been a writer, I never would be sitting behind this mic. Writing led me to the radio. Writing at the Daily News led me to being called to to do a radio show 
15 years ago that I discovered, my God, this is something I could do and they didn't have to pay me. I, like I would do this every day and I would drive to Queens, New York every morning at four o'clock. I'm not a morning person. I am now, but I wasn't getting up at four o'clock in the morning. I'm still not that kind of morning person. And I did that for three years and would have continued to do it had they allowed me to. Um, but I look back on that and today at Sirius XM, Urban View, amazing opportunity. I absolutely love going into the city, even though I don't have to. I can do that show from anywhere. I could do that show from my house, but there's something about the energy of sitting behind that microphone. There's something about the energy of sitting behind this microphone right now. Different energy, but equally as passionate for me. I love this. And I found this by accident. No, actually, that's a lie. I found this, it found me. How about that? You don't find your passion, Charles. Your passion finds you, but it can't find you while you're sitting still. So the key to finding your passion is to be in constant motion and not constant motion in a way that is not taking you anywhere because there's a lot of people in constant motion, but they're going around in circles. They're going around or they're on a treadmill going absolutely nowhere. Your motion has to be towards something and you have to be in, in, in motion towards reaching something yourself, right? So the other thing is to stretch yourself by accident because I took on so many different crazy projects when I was in my 20s and 30s, I ended up doing things that I absolutely would never choose to do but then had to and then found out, oh, I like this or mm, I really don't like that or oh, guess what? Uh, yeah, I can keep doing this even though I'm good at it but mm -mm, don't really feel it. Oh, this thing right here? But that only happens when you try things. I, I took a lifeguard class. I, I, I took a piano lesson. I'm about to go back to do that. I'm going to be learning Spanish. Like, you got to keep sticking and moving, traveling, and doing things that actually awaken. It's almost like a muscle. Passion is like a muscle that you have to keep stoking. So it will find you, though. There'll be one thing that you do, and it'll be like, Eureka. I have, oh, my goodness. And you'll know because... I almost have like this tingly feeling when I get up in the morning and I have to go into the radio station later on that afternoon on my way in. I'm like thinking about different things that I want to talk about. I was like, I can't get, I can't wait to get on that mic. And I knew it when I was on vacation. It was like three or four years ago. It was my birthday. Uh, I was in Puerto Rico and Prince died and Lemonade came out like that same week. It was crazy. And I wanted to be on the radio so bad that I was like going to fly back home. And I was like, girl, you are really crazy. No, I'm not. I love what I do. And there's nothing more valuable, whether it, is, whether it pays you or not, there's nothing more valuable in life than to do something that fulfills you. So that you have to find. You have to keep pursuing your passion, your purpose, and your mission. I hope I answered your question or at least gave you some breadcrumbs to get there yourself, which is really the process. Nobody can give you the answers. Nobody knows everything. And asking this kind of question, um, even asking this kind of question, this, and I've done a podcast on this before, actually motivates and sparks something in your brain to find the answers. So I hope I'm pushing you towards it, but you've already done the work, Charles, in asking the question. Because in asking the question, your brain will find the answer. How do you find your passion, your mission, your purpose? It's going to happen. But it won't happen as long as you're standing still. And since it's Sunday, um, I was reading a scripture today in Matthew, um, and it goes like this. So in, in everything, therefore, treat people the same way you want to treat them, them to treat you. For this is the law and the prophets. This is Jesus talking. And I think um, this is a slight detour, but I wanted to say this uh, right here because, Charles, in pursuing yourself, uh, 
you have to love yourself too. This is a love, this is an action situation. And when Jesus says, you know, treat people the way you, you want to be treated, some of you don't love yourselves and some of you don't treat yourselves well. So you can't treat people but as well as you treat yourself, right? And if you don't love yourself, you're not going to love other people or treat them well. So a lot of you treat yourselves crappily and you treat other people crappily. So the goal has to be to love yourself. Love yourself not in a narcissistic way, not in a, in a self-centered way, but love yourself because you deserve to be loved. And the first love has to come from you. That has to come from, yes, your parents, of course, but to really embrace and love all of your flaws and your frailties and your idiosyncrasies and all the things that make you wonderfully made, you have to embrace them so that you can embrace other people in this pursuit of your passion, mission, and purpose. Also, the very next line, the very next lines of this scripture, enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction and there are many who enter through it. For the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life, and there are few who find it. So the other thing about this passion, mission, purpose, pursuit is it's, it's singular. And it could be lonely for some people, for sure, because there won't be a whole lot of people traveling with you. Why? Because you are unique. I often describe human, humanity as this, this giant puzzle that exploded into seven, eight billion pieces, and your piece fits in perfectly to make the picture of humanity, but you have to know that your piece is different than everyone else's. It's a different size, shape, color, and that's good. If you're in a place where everybody is the same, you're on the wrong road. If you're somewhere where you're pursuing something and there are thousands of other people doing the same exact thing, wrong road. Your pursuit of your own happiness is singular. And so narrow is that road that leads to salvation, leads to life. And I often know I'm on the wrong path when I'm doing things that everyone else is doing, even on social media. If I'm doing it the way everyone else is doing, that's not me. And 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 yes, there are ways that, you know, there's standards, of course. But what I'm talking about is, you know what I'm talking about. Narrow is the road that leads to salvation. And we should all be really excited, even though it's scary, to, to travel the road less travel. Travel the road less travel. The next line of this scripture, this scripture is powerful, says, beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Grapes are not gathered from, the, from thorn bushes, nor figs from thistles. So every good tree bears good fruit. The bad trees bad, bear bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then you will know them by their fruits. Okay. So as you start to, as Charles did, go out and seek advice, make sure that the people that you're seeking advice from, the people that you follow, whether it's on social media or otherwise, are people that are bearing good fruit, and you will know them by their fruit. So if somebody's telling you, oh, I have the, uh, the key to you becoming wealthy, and they're broke, busted, and disgusted, that's a lie. Fruit is bad. Do not pick from that tree. <laughs> if someone is telling you, you know, I had a dentist once that had bad breath and like horrible teeth and I, I was a kid. So, um, you know, I didn't have many choices. But when I had a choice, I stopped going to that dentist because it made no sense to me when he was in my face. I'm like, how are you doing my dental hygiene and you're not doing your own? This makes no sense to me. Not at all. Things have to line up. You can't be a pastor in a church where you're driving a Bentley and everybody is broke. 
That doesn't line up. There's something wrong with that picture. Your fruit is bad. Your fruit is bad. Or a pastor that is telling you how to live your life and his or her life is in shambles. Your kids are horrible and messed up and on drugs. And, you're, you know, and not that things can't happen to people, but there, is, there are fruit with trees. And if you're telling me one thing, your fruit has to line up. The receipts have to be there. So as you start to pursue even people that you hang out with, check the fruit. Check the root and the fruit and make sure everything's lined up and do that with yourself first. You know, as you are living your life, is your fruit good? Do you have receipts that that line up with your spirit and your character? Is your fruit bearing the thing that you're saying out of your mouth? Is it lining up? And then finally, in the same scripture, because it's Sunday, I just like to do that. (laughs) Jesus is talking right now. He says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. Ouch. So there are people out there thinking that they're pursuing their, their something and out there prophesying and casting out demons and doing all that. And people are amazed by it and they won't have a seat in heaven because inside they're doing something that doesn't line up with who they are on the outside. And I go back to 20 year old Karen who was out there pursuing amazing things but inside just doing it for the, all the wrong reasons. And I'm so grateful that I got to live long enough to have my outside pursuits line up with my inside self and to keep pushing and pursuing and changing and growing um, to, to be better. That's the goal here. You know, you have this one life. You don't know when it's going to end. Tomorrow's not promised any of us. The only thing we have to, to give to ourselves every single day, to love ourselves every single day, is to live authentically and to find the thing that brings us joy and keep pursuing it and just keep being happy. So that's my message for today. I want to, again, thank you for joining me on my 100th podcast. Yay! And follow me on Twitter, at Karen Hunter on Sundays. I will pick a question or two with hashtag podcast right here. And thank you so much again. Till next time.